to Sports Betting Daily. How we doing on a, uh, well, it's a Tuesday. We're doing a Monday show, but it's a Tuesday. What's going on out there? How are you? It's been an interesting week. For, for those of you who listened last week, I, uh, I'm getting the showery done in, uh, in, in, in the main bathroom. And uh, I'm not going to lie, like, like the people who we have doing the job, they seem to be doing a good job, seem to be pretty thorough and, uh, you know, happy with it so far. Only issue is they're like habitually late, <laughs> like all the time. Very, late. and it's not like thirty minutes or an hour late. Uh, a couple days ago, they said they were going to be here at ten a or at eight a.m., and they got here at I think it was eleven, eleven fifteen in the morning. Um, they were three hours late uh, a couple days ago, and then yesterday, which is why we didn't do a show. I kept thinking they were going to be here. They kept pushing it back. And I work from home, obviously, right? And so here we are Tuesday morning, and it's currently 1023 Mountain Time. The reason why it's 1023, I was about to do the show. I sit down at like 945, and he texts me, hey, you know, they're going to be on the way soon. And I'm like, God damn it. I'll, I'll let them get going, and I'll just go record yesterday's podcast and today's in the basement or, or you know, whatever. And then here we are half hour later and nothing. I'm like, I'm just going to do the show. I'm just going to get it done real quick. Well... As quick as we can. I mean, we'll see. So on today's show, obviously, we're just going to go over the record for the weekend. But uh, the show that we're going to do for today, like the Tuesday math show, it's going to be all about futures bets. That one's going to be a good one. It's going to be a decent little show. So um, I don't know if I'm going to be doing that from the basement or from here. Maybe they won't show up until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Who knows at this point? Like, who knows? Um, anyway, what's going on with you? <laughs> what's, up? what's happening in your world? How is your week so far? All right, before we get going, special thanks to Thrive Fantasy. Uh, Thrive Fantasy is the headquarters for player props. And my favorite thing is how they guarantee uh, the best payouts for player prop parlays. And here's the thing is I've gotten texts from other pros who do this, who tell me, they're like, how does Thrive do this? Why do they offer this? This is crazy. This is awesome. Um, Thrive Fantasy assumes every bet on their platform is a fixed bet, like minus 110. So they'll offer whatever it is, Nikola Jokic over under, you know, 29 and a half points. And on DraftKings or FanDuel or anywhere else, that may be minus 130, but on uh, Thrive Fantasy, it's treated as if every bet is minus 110. So you get better payouts, really good situations with Thrive Fantasy. Check them out online or download the app. Put in promo code SBD when you sign in, or when you sign up, I mean, for a deposit match up to $100. It's Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. And uh, make sure they're legal in your state before signing up. Right, so let's get to it. Uh, weekend record. Every Monday we do the weekend picks. Recapping the weekend uh, quick picks. And uh, the first Monday of every month, we do the total record for the show. So all the housekeeping for the show in general. But uh, this last weekend, we were three and four on Friday. We gave out three picks in terms of like the, the quick pick format on Friday. And uh, all, all those games were for Saturday. So plenty of time to listen, get the bets down. Those went two and one. We had UConn against uh, Gonzaga. We had the Seattle Kraken against Nashville. And then we had the uh, Florida Panthers against the New York Rangers. The Rangers. So that was a 2-1 Friday. Uh, fast forward to Saturday. We went 1-1. One one. We won with the LA Kings. They had a Winnipeg. And then we lost with Real Salt Lake. Boy, Real looked bad at home uh, against uh, St. Louis City. So going into Sunday, we were 3-2. and two, And we had an 0-2 Sunday with Creighton. And minus 1.5 with the Colorado Avalanche. So 3-4 and four total for the weekend. Didn't do really any favors on the break-even percentage. We had a couple minus 130s, a couple minus 125s. So we'll go over all that stuff next week. But 3-4 uh, and four total on the weekend. One thing I did want to mention that I have in my notes before we uh, 
wrap up uh, this show for for Monday is the ACC. The ACC, I don't know if it was their commissioner or who it was that, that was saying on ESPN that he was really disappointed in the ACC's turnout this year in the tournament and how all these... Uh, uh, blue bloods from the ACC, like like North Carolina, you know, he, they should have gotten in, and Clemson had a good year to get in, and well, what about all these mid majors, blah blah blah. So apparently, the ACC brass is meeting to quote change the narrative, <laughs> and I just thought that was hysterical because, first of all, when you look at statistics, any like whether it's the actual stats, the counting stats you can see on ESPN or any kind of advanced analytics, it's very very clear that the ACC was not one of the better conferences this year. I mean, let's just go to Ken Palm, KenPalm.com, who I think is the clear number one uh, public handicapping tool for college basketball. They have the ACC ranked eighth in the in, in the country. They have the Big 12 first, the Big 10 second, the Big East, which not a lot of people think about the Big East. Well, maybe you do if you're a basketball fan, but obviously Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, UConn. Big East is uh, third. The SEC is number four. This is just this year, by the way, 2022-2023. SEC number four, Pac-12 number five, Mountain West number six, and then the ACC. Oh, uh, did I say eight? I meant uh, seven for the ACC. The AAC, the AC, is eight, but uh, the uh, uh, ACC is number seven. So, look, the stats show that it pretty much played out how it was supposed to. The teams got in who were supposed to, and your conference really wasn't that good. And this is what we don't often think about in college basketball specifically is, well, I guess college football kind of works the same way if you think about it, right? We don't really know how good these teams are outside of conference. Now, within conference, it's it's we can project, we can, you know, we see this all the time, but in, in football and in basketball, by the time these teams are gelling and really playing their best you know, ball of the season, it's all conference play. So by the time we get to bowl season or, or the tournament, a lot of questions are being answered that we didn't know for a long duration during the season. But this idea that the ACC now wants to change the narrative, it's not about the narrative. Like, this isn't a narrative-driven thing. Like, what do they think they're going to get in the room and come up with a new branding idea, some commercials out there, some new jerseys? It's not about the narrative. And it's not about what people are saying. It's about what are you doing on the court. It's hysterical to me. And I think this is like a, this is the trust fund kid syndrome, right? I mean, how long has the ACC been dominant? And then the one year they get left out, they hold a meeting about it. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's just like, it's hysterical. But yeah, I don't think changing the narrative should do a lot there. But the ACC is going to try. All right, that's it for today's show. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to come out with the other one. I don't know when. I honestly thought they may have rang the doorbell during this podcast. And they're still not here. So it's gonna it's like a fun game, right? When are they gonna show up? It's 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 exciting. Alright, anyway, um we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Fighting Daily. Sports Fighting Daily.